All right, fellas, get some rest, man. It is right, 11 man. 11. Get some rest, get some food. Make a wish. Make a wish. Make a wish. Yeah, my wish is that we go back to Sundays. Except, that's my except for in two Sundays, we got the Super Bowl, but. Yeah, that's different. Maybe we can go, uh, maybe we can go a uh, Saturday that day or something like that, that weekend. Yeah. I definitely want to do weekends. So we can we could do, we could do it li- live from Franklin House. Ooh. You know, I've never been there. What is that like? I got to look up photos. I don't even know what it is. Like, what type of place is it? Uh, it's a, like it's a the grind house. The grind house. Like the, it's like the, uh, <laughs> the Malpo version of Kilroy's. Ooh. Okay. No, it is not like that. Don't, <laughs> Ooh. don't be. Wait, wait, you were saying Northside is? Every, every town got that. Uh, there is no, you know, no, and I know y'all, no if y'all VIP there, so. Okay. Oh, dude, I don't remember the last time I got ID'd at the door, honestly. <laughs> they don't even so, ID me anymore. This so like, BG. dude, you know, we know you here. From the NBA show, BG. I know BG. I know BG. Come on. Huh? Come, on, you come, on. Get, come on. Yeah. You service already. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Hey. You know what time it is? Yeah. You know what time it is? <laughs> Some people are probably like, what time is it? You know what time it is. Showtime. Fellas, fellas, fellas. I, I have to apologize to the people. I really do. Um, actually, what am I talking about? That was a different show. Look at me. I'm already losing my mind. I'm already losing my mind. You a busy man. I am a too busy, man. We're all busy. Trust me. We're all very busy. But um, hello, all. Hello, people. Let me redo that one. Let me see. Let me see. Um, hello. 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 Good folks. How you guys doing? This is Coach T. This is the Coach T NBA show with BG and Zay. I want to do the intro. I, I, I want to say what up to the people. I want to allow you guys, BG and Zay, to say hello to the people. But I also want to say, before we do any of that, fans, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for taking time out of your day, your weekend, your lives in general to listen to our fine show. So let's get right to it. BG, Zay, I'll start with you, BG. How you doing? Tell the people out there. Man, I'm doing all right. Every day is obviously just a blessing. Uh, celebrating my my youngest niece's birthday this weekend she just turned two um so we had a birthday party for her so that was fun it's just like i said every day is a blessing Mm -hmm. um it's it's another day to be you know grateful for for all that we have hopefully this snowstorm that's coming up doesn't doesn't uh keep us inside too much but everything besides that we're good no school no school coming up is is that what i'm hearing snowstorm no school possible e-learning wednesday possible e-learning Okay. And I see BG coming with the positive vibes, man. I like that. Hang 10. I like that. Zay, what you got? Definitely, you know, just blessed. Just blessed. You know, we're moving along with the year already in the second month of the year. Uh, <clears throat> everything moving along. Just smiles everywhere, you know. Just trying to make something out of every day. Trying to uh, make someone's day as well. So, uh, you you guys definitely make our days by listening, and we appreciate that. Yeah, man. Can I make a, couldn't have said I make it. a special. Can I make a special announcement? Not an announcement, but hey, you know, it's, it, Valentine's Day is coming up. So, if, you know, any of our listeners, you know, 
Need a volume time. I'm good. I'm good to go. <laughs> hey, well, BG, look, I told you on the last show, you got a couple, you know, you may have a couple uh, admirers, secret admirers. So, so be on the lookout. Be on the lookout, man. Sounds good. I'll, Sounds I'll good. Keep my, go. keep my eyes open. Well, let's do this, BG. Before we get into the show, which will be a great show, by the way, we got a lot of, a lot of cool stuff we're gonna hit you guys with. BG, if you did have a little val, I'm putting you on the spot right now. You did oh, have a little man. Valentine's Day. <laughs> if you had to do something special for a special someone for Valentine's, uh, what's what's an idea or two that you would have for a nice little sweet Valentine's? And I know Zay, he Zay's he, he got a whole back pocket of, of tricks and things he can do for for Valentine's Day. So if you need any help, it's talk to Zay. He's a guy to talk to. But no, BG, Zay, what would you be doing? Zay does always have those great ideas, man. But honestly, mm -hmm. if this 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 is probably a little too much for just like if I just met someone, but you know, if I had someone that I, you know, I was really new already, I, I like cooking, man. I would make a nice mm. home cooked meal, maybe light some candles, you know, have some mm. chocolate, um, just a little, little night in, you know, keep it simple, keep it cozy. Um, yep. but you know, a, definitely a, a nice little meal, not nothing, nothing that's, uh, too simple there. You know, I'd make it whatever she likes her favorite meal. Try to try to whip, whip it up, up real quick. Yep. Get and some thing, and definitely some dessert. You gotta get some dessert too. And my wife just texted me. Stop. I'm in the. Cl I told you guys. I, and it's going. I can't. I gotta make sure I say this. I am in the closet for the episode for the for the podcasting. I'm in the actual our actual closet. Okay. And she just texted me. Get out of here. I'm trying to scream at her. She just texted me. I hope you are saying Valentine's with an N and not an M. So sometimes yeah, I say Valentine's, I guess. No, Valentine with an N. People don't want to hear yeah. this, man. We got listeners. They ain't trying to hear all this. They want to hear about the NBA. So and this is the NBA uh, show. This is the NBA show, right? Uh, and yeah, back to your point though, BG. Before we leave it, of the way to a woman's heart or the way to a man's heart is through a stomach. I think the same thing with a woman, man. Ain't nothing like a good meal. Ain't nobody turning down a good meal. Trust. So, and I do hear about your culinary skills. So I like that, man. So that's coming up, man. And, and, and speaking of Valentine's Day, uh, big time for Valentine's or Valentine's in general. We're just talking about the NBA. Valentine's to me, in my mind, and for the NBA, equals All-Star Weekend. So that is happening in two weeks. Fans, we will hit on. We'll have an extensive deep dive show in two weeks all about the NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, then we'll add in a, little bit, a couple predictions and for the second half of the year as well as some of our impressions uh, through the first half in that episode but that's a few weeks away this episode we'll hit on you know players and teams of the week last week like we always do which was week nba 15 that was last week uh, and then we'll hit on the all-star starters those were announced we'll briefly go over that then we have a couple trade scenarios a trade machine is coming out people so we're going to do that uh he's going to have a trade that uh, we think has some playoff or possibly championship implications to it. So we're going to talk about those, which is very tough, by the way. I mean, that's, I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say it a little bit later. Like, first of all, trying to come up with a correct trade, also a trade that makes sense for both teams, and also a trade that is uh, fiscally it makes sense for both teams is very tough. Like, I see why those guys have paid the big bucks. Like, it is not easy to do, but we'll at least give you players that we think hey if they were added to this team 
we think they can make some noise adding that player. So we'll at least give you that. And then we'll finish with our top games of NBA Week 16, which we are currently in right now because this is Monday. So, uh, fellas, I know you guys are ready. I'm ready. So let's get right to it. Let's talk about our best of. We're doing our best of of last week, NBA Week 15. BG, we will begin with you. Shoot. All right. I'm going to start with the best players of the week. Um, In the East, this one... I kind of went a different route here. Uh, this guy, he was uh, just came back off a ankle injury, so he was injured a little bit, been sitting out. Uh, if he's healthy, though, man, he's he's an all-star, but he's kind of been included in some trade talks lately. But I'm going to go with, uh, for the Indiana Pacers in the East, I'm going to go with Demonis Sabonis. Did I say that right? Mm, Demonis? Demontis Sabonis? Yeah, yeah I mean. I remember his yeah. pops, Arvidas. Y'all too young for that. No, nah, I, I remember yeah, his pops. But he had a great week, man. He played uh, He played just this Friday. He had 24 points, 18 rebounds, 10 assists, mm-hmm. two blocks, and two steals. And a he's win. a do-it-all player. Yeah, and a win really over is. the Thunder. I mean, if he's healthy, he's, a, he's an all-star, man. And then uh, Saturday night, he had 21 points, 15 rebounds, eight assists, and a loss to the Mavs. That was a pretty big loss. But, I mean, he's putting up numbers. He's a triple-double guy. Yeah. And I mean, eight, 18 and 15 rebounds. That's, I mean, he's he's special, man. He he really mm-hmm. is. In the I'm West, I'm telling you guys, I, I'm 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 jumping ahead of you, BJ. I'm sorry, but I'm telling y'all. Oh, go ahead. You young players, you young people in general, or people that just have no clue about his pops, Arvita Simonis, like he was nice. Did like, he play I'm talking, the league? He, oh yeah, he played in the league for the Blazers, Trailblazers. Is he, what uh? Now, what I'm showing my age now. He? Uh, they are from. Gosh, where are they from? Um, I don't know. Where's people, our Where's our tech? Oh, they're uh, Lithuanian. Lithuania. Okay, bro. It, Lithu- his pop. Yes, his his. They got father, a good national team. They do. They do. Be, they got a couple play NBA players. But uh, Arvidas, his father, he came over to the NBA late. You know what I mean? Like this is a different time where like players didn't necessarily come right over. I think he came to the NBA after playing professionally um, overseas. He probably played professionally overseas for like eight to ten years and then came to the league. So he was like late twenties, early thirties when he came in. But I'm telling you, man, he he DeMontis plays a lot like his father Arvidas, where I mean the pass the pass game was there. He could rebound, he could shoot a little bit. I'm telling you, check him out. His his pops was his pops was seven foot three, two hundred and ninety-two pounds. <laughs> So I, he was actually drafted. Say, he was drafted in the '86 draft. He was uh, in the first round. He's 24th pick, but I think he he went over. He went back to overseas, played a little bit, and then actually came over to the NBA later in his career. But he was he was nice, bro. I'm telling you. I did mention too. He is involved in trade talks, so that might be a little mm-hmm. spoiler for uh, for later in the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's go out west. I'm gonna go with. I know this guy's been talked about. Zay's brought him up. Uh, it, it was about due time that I gave him, you know, his loving as well. Um, but, you know, the hottest team in the NBA right now, man, are, are, are the Suns. And and Chris Paul, man, he just continues the ball. C- so he's my P- he's three. my player in the West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, CP3 last week on Monday night, the 24th, he went 27-9-13 and 13 with a win over the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night, he had 21-3-5, and five, so kind of a low-key night with another win over the Jazz. Friday night, 21, 10, and 14, triple-double with a with a win over the uh, Timberwolves. Then Sunday night, he had 20 points, 8 rebounds, and 19 assists. 
Yep. And they went over the Spurs. Yep. 19 assists. I mean, he's he's got to be mentioned more in the, in the top point guards of all time talk. I feel like he gets a little disrespected because uh, he's a uh, he's probably no the last. Talk, but he, he no can ball, talk, man. but he's yeah. he's kind of the last true point guard. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. really do the scoring. He gets he gets his teammates involved, and he's an assist guy. And I mean, he's balling out. So he's my player of the week in the West. There, I love it. Zay, what you got for us? Or you want me to go? It's up to you. No, we good. We good. So, um, and yeah, Chris Paul is balling. He is balling. Last week, I I mentioned it. Definitely one of the hottest, most efficient players in the NBA right now. And he's showing it week after week, day after day for who uh, team who is the best team in the NBA right now. Um, So, hats off to him. But my players i'm gonna stay in the west right now i'm gonna start with my western conference player of the week and that is carl anthony towns so mm, um you stole one week. from me zay i love it though <laughs> he's he's deserving yes Very he is deserving so. uh playing on a minnesota team that's been battling in different type of ways but i mean they're still fighting <clears throat> they're mm. still fighting you know uh he cat he had 31 and 11 in his last game, shooting 75% from three. Uh, and then he also posted a game up against the best team in the NBA, the Suns, uh, where he went 23 and nine in the 10 point loss. And also against the Warriors, another one of the top teams in the NBA, 31 mm-hmm. and 12. So uh, 30, and that's 12 rebounds, you know, so three double doubles last week. I, out of four games, uh, definitely hats off to him. He he balling right now. And actually, mm-hmm. I, I failed to mention he actually had a triple double in his game yesterday evening with 31 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists mm-hmm. with only one turnover as a big man. And that that's impressive right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he balling, he balling, and I'm sure. Uh, Minnesota, they they always fight toward the end. I don't know if they'll be a playoff team, but they could definitely wreak some havoc for those uh, borderline teams toward the end of the year. So um, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, for my Eastern Conference Player of the Week, I'm going with Jimmy Buckets. Mm. Because last week he was getting buckets. You know, he <laughs> had a triple-double in their triple overtime lost against the Raptors. Uh, but uh, he he posted 37 points, 14 rebounds, and 10 assists in that game. And in the game before that against the Clippers, uh, went 26 uh, with nine assists. And then on Wednesday of last week, he had a 22-point outing. I think he's leading that team right now, the Miami Heat. Um, yeah, although he's ruled out against the game or well, tonight's game against the Celtics, but I'm sure when he comes back, he's going to give it his all. So hats off to him, Jimmy Buckets, Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Jimmy Buckets, yeah, man. You guys got some good ones. Like, we talked about it between us three uh, earlier today. Like, we try to give you guys, listeners, we try to give you some variety. We don't want to always talk about the same guys because there are a couple guys, you know, namely like a Joel, Joel Embiid or Devin Booker, who we'll talk about a little bit later. Like there are guys like those guys that we could, they could be players of the week every single week. Like without a shadow of a doubt, they are putting up those type of numbers. 
but we try to give you guys you know a variety we try to diversify who we who we're shotting out uh players that we think are you know just in general having having good weeks having the last few games they played they're playing well so we try to show you guys variety um and, and it's not always the easiest but you know that that that's our job so that's why we do it so I, i'm gonna be able to let me see i'm gonna start in the east like i got i got actually two players in the east really quickly one guy uh we all know about we talked about him before he was my number one player in my 2017 redraft i'm talking jason tatum he balled out last week the boston celtics they're now and they're also going to be my team of the week so uh I, I, i'm going to talk about them a little bit later but just in general jason tatum man last week he just had a phenomenal week um the team is winning at the right time and it's a lot because of jason tatum you know last week he had games of 36 points 20 points and 38 points um He's been really efficient. He's been shooting the ball well. He's been rebounding well. And back to BG's point from last week, he said, hey, he would be ranked higher in his 2017 redraft if he was able to assist the ball a little bit more. Well, guess what? That's what he's been doing. I feel like that's a focus of his. And maybe, maybe he's listening to this show. I don't know. I don't know. BG, maybe he could be, he could be listening to this show. Uh, because last week, I mean, he, he had games of six assists, four assists, seven assists, five assists. And this is on top of rebounding the ball. He had a, a game last last week where, you know, he rebounded the ball. You know, he had 12 rebounds in that game. So, and then, you know, shooting the three, he's doing that efficiently uh, for the most part. Uh, shooting a high number of threes, maybe a little too much for my liking personally. But, you know, I, I if he's shooting it the way he's shooting it, keep shooting it. You know what I mean? So, and, th- and this is coming off of what he had last Sunday, which officially wasn't, a part of last week but last sunday he had a 51 piece so i mean he, he's a scoring machine again that's why he was number one in my 2017 redraft and then the second player in the east i want to highlight is i want you guys to listen you guys know his brother but now we're talking about him franz wagner yes i'm saying that correctly franz wagner rookie plays for the orlando magic um and the magic are also one of the teams that i strongly consider for my team of the week i know that sounds weird it sounds crazy you don't think it'll I mean how can a team with what what do they have 11 wins total how can they potentially be a team of the week that last week they went three and one so they're doing something well and I'm telling you this this cat Wagner you know his brother Mo but I, I, friends I think he's a much better player and again I think he has true potential to win rookie of the year like he's top three right now between him Kate Cunningham you could probably name, name another guy but last week Wagner he had gains of my phone would actually load. He had games of 21 points, three rebounds, nine assists, and that was against the Clippers. Then he turned right around against the Pistons. He had 24 points, three rebounds. Uh, he actually was eight for eight from the free throw line there and shot two or three from the three-point line. And then he turned right around against the Mavericks at 18 points, two rebounds, three assists, um, and was nine of 15 from the, from the floor there. So I definitely want to shout him out. I mean, his game has really impressed me. He's a player that didn't really go super high in the draft. Wasn't a lot of uh, notoriety that followed his name, but I mean, he's showing out. He's showing that he is here to stay. Trust me, that, that young boy can play. And then out on the West, uh, Zay, man, it's funny. You actually took my guy, Cat, uh, uh, Big Cat. Um, but, you know, I, I can always find a, another guy because there are a lot of really good players playing, a lot of really good ball. A guy that I have my eye on, he actually just came back from, from injury. 
Um, and we're talking CJ McCollum. Like McCollum coming off of the injury he just had. It seems like he hasn't even missed the beat the way he's been playing, uh, especially last week. So this pulls up, man. I mean, he been, he's been shooting the ball really well. We know that from from CJ. I mean, that's that's what he does. You you can expect that. But also, he's been doing a much better job of of, of facilitating. He's been doing a much better job of just having an all around game in terms of also rebounding and playing much better defense. Uh, so, I mean, he he would be CJ McCollum would be my Western Conference Player of the Week last week. And again, in in the, in the games he just came back from, he had totals of twenty points, twenty six points, twenty nine points. Um, and then again, like I said, he's well-rounded with this game, you know, averaging about five rebounds per game last week and then about five and a half assists per game last week. And he's asked to do a lot without Dame Lillard being in the lineup. So those are my guys. Those are our guys for the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference Players of the Week. Now let's round it and let's get to the teams. BG, shoot. All right. So. I'm going to start with the East here uh, for my team of the week. It's kind of unfortunate because they did end up losing tonight, uh, but I'll get to that in a second. But I, I, I went with the Atlanta Hawks. Um, mm-hmm. Before tonight, they won seven straight games um, after going on a five-game skid before that. So they had wins over the Bucks. so that's a pretty good win. The Timberwolves, another team that's uh, kind of hot right now. Uh, the Heat, the Hornets. The Kings and the Celtics and the Lakers. And one of those wins, one of those seven wins in that seven-game win streak was under seven points. I think they had a one win by seven, one win by eight or nine, and then the rest of them, I think five of them were double digits. A couple blowouts, too. It was acting silly. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so they were... uh, they were balling, you know, Trey's balling. They were getting healthy. I think they had some injuries, so they, they got a couple guys back. Um, right now, they're sitting in the 10th spot, and they are currently uh, two games out of that eighth spot uh, in the East. And they did end up they did end up losing to the Raptors tonight in a close game, 106 yeah. to 100. But uh, before tonight, I made my pick before tonight, but they are uh, they are my team of the East, or team of the week in the East there. Yeah, and that's oh. last week again, people. So t- technically yeah. tonight, I guess, doesn't really count if you talk oh, about that's last true. NBA, that, yeah, that's you know, true. NBA week fifteen. So you're right about that. And they're one of those teams too um, that, on paper, they should be much better than what they are because they have so many scores, so many guys. If you give them the ball and just get out of the, the heck up out of their way, they're gonna get you a bucket. But I think that's also. I think especially early on in the season when you're dealing with injury, you don't know, you know, who you can necessarily count on outside of Trey Young. You're trying to develop that pecking order. I think it's tough for a team like that to try to figure out, okay, we got all these injuries. We got all these guys that can, you know, when they are playing, they, they can get a bucket for us. But when they're not, we can we have to find other guys. It's like, how do we how do we dictate who's going to be that guy outside of just Trey Young? Um, and I think they kind of dealt with that, but now I think they're start, starting to round, come around a little bit because they are a team that has, they really do have a lot of talent. Um, but I, also, there's only one basketball. So I think that also makes it tough for a team like the Hawks. But right now, currently, they're playing well. And again, we talked about it. They're playing well at the right time. So I like that, BG. Yeah, definitely. They're going into break uh, on a little roll here. So hopefully they can uh, pick up some other ones. I mean, it's hard. It's hard in the NBA to, you know, seven straight wins. It's hard to keep that rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you look at the West, man, this was tough. There's some good teams in the West, some teams that are on some streaks right now. 
you know, I picked uh, I picked the Phoenix Suns last week. They still have, or the previous episode. They still haven't lost since I picked them. But I'm gonna go with the Golden State Warriors for my team of the West. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sitting in that second spot right now, uh, three games back of the Phoenix Suns. But they're 38 and 13. They have five straight wins over the Rockets, the Jazz, the Mavs, the Timberwolves, the Nets. Um, but that was all at home. Uh, and I actually think they might have played. No, I don't think they played tonight. But yeah, five straight they did. wins. They did. They played the Rockets tonight. The Rockets, won. six straight wins. Yeah. They won. Yeah. They won. So they have six straight wins now. And I mean, they're doing this. They're doing the reason why I picked them isn't because of six straight wins. They're they're doing this with you know Clay getting back in the lineup, getting comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph hasn't been playing great, hasn't been shooting great. Draymond's been out, and they're still winning because they're role guys, man. They got they got probably the best role guys in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Guys like guys like Wiggins, who we'll talk about later on. You know, making an All Star start, his first All Star appearance. Jordan Poole, you know, from you know local kid from well not local but La Lamere high school mm-hmm. out of Laporte here Gary Payton I did the not third. know that <laughs> yeah he went to La Lamere right. Gary wow. Payton the third or the second Gary Payton the second sorry and then Otto Porter Jr. Uh, when he's healthy and in the lineup he's doing big things for him too so uh, they're really doing it by committee and mm-hmm. it's kind of surprising me and that's kind of I went with them for a different reason from the wins I mean they are winning but I went with them for how they're winning and who they're winning yeah. with um, and that and that's impressing me. So uh, when they get healthy, man, I mean Phoenix is hot, but Phoenix that was my question. State, wow, <laughs> that was my question. Can they surpass the Suns? In your opinion, can they surpass the Suns and get outright home court advantage? I don't three know. Games those, behind right now, two games. I don't know. Right, three games behind the Suns. Currently. With them being injured, I don't. With their injuries and stuff like that, I don't think they'll surpass them. But and do they even be, want to? That you know might be I mean? a seven-game series. I mean, that might be a seven-game yeah. series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's not, I would actually be surprised. Those two teams play the Suns and the Warriors if it doesn't go past six games. And there's and that that series, there's not much traveling going on. I mean, they're what a right. couple hours from each other, so mm-hmm. short little flight on the jet. You know what I mean? <laughs> Zay, yeah. what you got? Teams hey, of the week. Know about that flight on the jet? No, 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 no. The Clearport. No, they ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm staying in the East because something is definitely going on right now in the state of Ohio. Mm. Bengals, shout out to them making it to the Super Bowl. Yes. And the Cleveland Cavaliers, they're actually sneaking up on teams. And the reason being is because they take care of the games they need to take care of. So right now, the 30 and 20 Cleveland Cavaliers are currently they currently have the fourth best record in the nba when facing teams under 500 so they're 17 and 5 with seven straight wins when playing teams under 500 and last week you know they dropped the game yesterday uh to detroit but tonight they got the w against new orleans but we look back at week 15 mm-hmm. they, they played the bucks in milwaukee yeah they defeated yes, milwaukee. yes sir yes sir and they defeated the knicks you know, those are two big wins. Two big wins over uh teams that are well, the Knicks, yeah, so so, but the Bucks, like last week I was just talking about how they could compete for an NBA championship and they still can. But these Cavaliers, they're they're getting the confidence beating teams that they should beat. 
and that's helping them play in these big games. So hats off to them for sure. Yeah, and I think they actually just tonight they they completed their fifth home win in a row. So yes, they're one of the. To me, like you, that kind of goes to your point. You beat the teams you should beat, number one, and then when you at home, when you at the crib on your home floor, you get the job done. So looking at. Looking at their record right here, they're sixteen and nine at home, and they're fifteen and eleven at. at uh, That's on the impressive. Road. That's impressive. That's impressive. It, it's impressive with a young team too. Uh, I think Ron, Rajon Rondo, he's a big difference maker on that team, being the veteran presence they need, mm-hmm. and I feel like he is a really good uh, go-to mentor for Darius Garland as well, who's already a budding superstar, but. You know, every superstar, just like Devin Booker, kind of looks up to Chris Paul. You know, Darius Garland, he has somebody on the court night after night that he could look up to, ask questions and all that stuff. And I think that's playing, paying dividends for the Cleveland Cavs. So mm-hmm. not saying that they're going to go out and win an NBA championship, but, that you know, handling those games that they should handle. They that, can make some noise, man. Can, yeah, that can build Especially up. Especially if you can up. play well at home. Definitely. So, mm-hmm. uh, and for my Western Conference team of the week, I'm going with the Denver Nuggets. So, uh, the Denver Nuggets, 28 and 21 last week, they took care of business as well. You know, they they they've won five straight games, uh, two against Detroit, but they've also beaten Brooklyn and Milwaukee in that stretch as well. So mm. that that just tells me these guys are coming to ball. Uh, Jokic is doing his thing and the uh, reigning undisputed MVP is definitely like I said the reigning Jokic, champ with the 20, belt on yeah 27 points a game on 59 42 and 97 shooting and he's averaging 12.4 rebounds and 10 assists and they have won five like as mentioned five straight games and mm. enter top 10 in offensive efficiency so they getting it done, and they don't even rank top ten in three point percentage on the year yet. So wow. uh, they, you know, they really working down teams. And as the year goes on, and, and bodies start getting tired and all that good mm-hmm. stuff, I think that that could make a difference. You know, this could be a team that could surprise people and make it to the NBA championship. Yep, yep. And, and my question with them is: Is there a chance that Jamal Murray can make a return? Cause he injured his ACL last year, correct? Yeah, last yes. season. Okay. Who knows? You know. Who knows? One of those Who knows? Who knows? Hey, uh, when you got an MVP, when you got an MVP, I mean, you always have a chance. Definitely. Always. BG, you gonna say something? Yeah, I was looking at that uh, actually in my fantasy league. They mentioned that he uh, was scheduled to come back for uh, for like contact and stuff like that, but uh, I think he got I think he got quarantined. Okay. Wow. So it kind of amazing. So it kind of limited it. So. Yeah, I, I'm thinking back to uh, the Rams talking about football and just injuries and how you know miraculous some of these things can be. Cam Akers, the, the L.A. Rams running back, I think he tore his Achilles like six months ago, like right before the season began, and he's back in the playoffs playing legitimate football, a starting running back for him. So there was a time where you tore your Achilles you were out your career was over like it was over like there was nothing we could do like you are done like there's no more sports for you like hang it up 
But Cam Akers, you know, he's a guy that, you know, turned it right around and six months later is playing in the Super Bowl. And so a guy like Jamal Murray, you know, coming off the ACL, man, that, that stuff happens quick with the medicine and, 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 and the doctors and surgeries and things they have now, the rehab they have now. So that's impressive, man. So, yeah, that'll be intriguing to see with the Nuggets if they can get him back. But uh, like you said, Zay, the Nuggets, they have the ability I know people think of them as this high-flying team, and yeah, they can score, but they have this ability to lock down when they really want to, especially if they get you in that mile-high air, man. <laughs> How you holding your chest, man? How you gasping for air? Like, it's different up there. So, um, yeah. cool, man. Let, let, me, let me get to mine, man. I, I talked about the East, the Celtics, and the Magic. Yeah, it's not that sexy, but we, we like I said, we want to diversify. We want to give you guys different teams, different players that we go on to highlight. Both of those teams went three and one last week, talking about the Celtics and the Magic. And mainly the Celtics, again, I mean, they're getting healthy at the right time, number one, and they're playing well at the right time, going right into the All-Star break. And the, the, the Celtics right now, currently, they are ninth in the East. Yes, ninth in the East. They're two games behind the uh, Toronto Raptors. I would be surprised if the Celtics are not in the in the top eight when the season ends. Uh, I would be highly surprised. Magic, <laughs> I can't say the same. They're the bottom of the of the East, but again, I got to highlight them when they when they actually have a good week. Three and one last week, and they only have eleven wins on the season. So, you know, a fourth of their wins came in one week, which was last week. My team of the West, I gotta go. I gotta go to LA, man. And I ain't talking about LeBron. I ain't talking about AD. Street clothes. I ain't gonna call him that because I don't like disrespecting players. I'm not. I'm not talking about AD Westbrook. Hey, Westbrook was actually the player that I was considering for Player of the Week because he's been way more efficient. But their team was just so bad, man. <laughs> it's so hard to yeah, go. Yeah, with he them. had to do something with Miles Bridges calling him out like that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Rookie call you out. This has been a. Uh, yeah, a season. Let's say that for uh for my man Westbrook. But the team I'm talking about, man, is the team across, I guess across town, right? In LA. We're talking about the LA Clippers. Last last week, they went they went three and one, correct? Yes, they went three and one as well. They had wins over the Wizards, the Magic, the Hornets. Um, and then their only loss last week was against the Heat. So, I mean, the team from LA traveling all the way to the east. Playing, you know, having a little uh, Eastern Conference stretch, they go three and one. Again, they don't have they don't have their highest paid players do not play for them right now. Paul George is out with the elbow injury. Kawhi Leonard ACL. Um, so you counting on God, Mister October, Reggie Jackson. You counting on Reggie Jackson? You're counting on Luke Kennard, who had a heck of a game winner last week against the Wizards. That really sparked their week last week. I think they were down at in that game against the Wizards. 20, I think 25 points. And your boy Luke Kennard had a four-point play to win that game last week. Um, and that really sparked them last week to, to get things rolling. Then they beat the Magic, like I said, and, you know, they beat the Hornets. But with Luke Kennard, with Reggie Jackson, with uh, Marcus Morris, you know, was even a guy like Zubac. Like, it's a collection of, of misfits, like guys that are, aren't that, quote-unquote, sexy on paper. You don't think they're really going to get much done, but... Again, 3-1 last week, and they are now 7th. 7th. Yes, I said that. 7th in the West. Talking about the LA Clippers. So that's my team of the week. Does that wrap it up for us in terms of teams and players of the week? Best of? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I love that segment because, again, I mean, I 
we get a chance to as fans because we're fans first and foremost we get a chance as fans and hosts of this show to talk about what has impressed us the most what have you done for us lately i mean at the end of the day that that's what pro sports are all about so these teams those teams those players have impressed us the most lately so we got to give them a shout out uh, quickly, we're going to talk about the. We had a nice little announcement. We had the All Star starters announced uh, in the East, the Eastern team, the Eastern starters. We had Joel Embiid, uh, Giannis, Kevin Durant, DeMar DeRozan, and Trey Young. Uh, and then in the West, we had Jokic, we had LeBron James, we had Steph Curry, we had John ja Morant, and we had Andrew. Wiggins. Now, for the West, their coach will be Monty Williams. The coach is determined by who has a top seed. The team that has a top seed, their coach um, coaches the all-star team in their respective conferences. I mean, the, the Suns, they've already wrapped that up. Like, they've wrapped that up three weeks in advance. So that's crazy to even think about. Uh, so Monty Williams will be the coach of the West team. The East, not so fast, my friend. They don't they don't have a, uh, a coach just yet because they're still trying to uh, figure out the pecking order of who would actually be the top seed. I would imagine it could be Eric Spolstra. Chicago uh, right now. Chicago right now? Chicago based right on, now? No? Based on winning percentage of Chicago. Oh, based on winning percentage. Yeah. Okay, because Chicago is 63.3%. In Miami, they're 62.7%. So, uh, and then Doc Rivers, a little uh, note that I, I thought, um, you know, was important. Doc Rivers is actually ineligible because the Sixers are numbers three right now in the east they're actually he's ineligible to be the eastern coach because he was the eastern coach last year so they don't make you do it twice which makes sense because maybe he want to go on vacation with his family he ain't trying to you know what i mean do the all-star thing again so uh quickly guys run through it because again we'll have a we have a mega show in a couple weeks talking about the all-star break and all that and all the, the the great things that that come along with that but just in general you guys heard these starters what stuck out to you the most Talk about the Wiggins. Come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, yeah. Let's do it. That, that was a tough one for me. I mean, how's yeah. Booker not a starter? I'm well, asking that's that's the me. thing. So they went with they went with three front court players, you know, Kevin Durant, Giannis. Um, oh, that's the East. Sorry. They went with three front court players, LeBron, Jokic. Jokic. They have they have Wiggins as a front court player. But I don't understand why you can't have why you can't have three guards instead. And I mean, you got you got Bro, the so Suns just just roasting everybody and dominating the league. And and you're gonna leave a guy like Devin Booker off the All Star starters. I mean, I would replace if I could Devin Booker with uh, Andrew Wiggins in the West. And then I think yes. that makes that makes the West better than the East starters. Obviously, mm. Durant's not gonna play in the game. So if you look at the front court there. Jason Tatum is actually the next player uh, okay. based on fan okay. voting. So if Jason Tatum takes the uh, Durant spot in the East, so let's say you have in the East Embiid, Giannis, Giannis Tatum, Tatum, DeRozan, Trey Young, Young. Mm-hmm. and then the West you have Jokic, LeBron. I wish it was Booker over Wiggins, <laughs> Steph, and Ja. I mean, that's Wiggins gonna I get MVP. Watch, I'm no, telling you, Wiggins gonna buy. <laughs> You don't think I have so? a, I have a pick for I mean we'll talk okay. about it we'll talk about it but right now the early pick early pick I think my man Embiid is hungry for something man he he wants a he wants a big man when's the last time a mm, big man won it Shaq that's true Shaq maybe I, think I mean like, yeah sounds about right I don't know we'd have, <laughs> we'd have to look that up but uh, 
But also, here's another little slight thing on Wiggins, though. I mean, it, he, he didn't stay there very long, but the game's in Cleveland. Wiggins, number one overall pick in Cleveland before he got traded. Yeah, maybe there's that's a that's a reach, but uh, Dirk, Dirk was nice the last quote unquote big man, 2007. Okay, okay, it's been a while then. Been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. No, no, no I'm taking it back. When was the last big man that went MVP? No, never mind. I put All Star. Disregard that face. Uh, oh, here we go. Who is one All Star? You guys can continue to talk. I mean, Giannis. I don't really count him as an uh, as a big man, even though he's bigger than life. Uh, I'm talking was, center. Go center. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal, 2009. That would be a Shaq. Wow. Shaq 2009. 20. Yep, 2009. So what's that? Oh, I mean, 12, 13 years ago, man. Long time. Yeah. And in that game, Shaq had he only had he had 17 points, five rebounds, three assists. It must have been a homecoming or something. Oh, he was a co MVP. Him and Kobe. Oh. Yeah. Because I remember that game, uh, Shaq, he, he was acting like, it was like a Shaq comedy show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's where he was doing that dance in the, in the practice. Yeah. yeah he had the, and then he had the uh, Jabberwocky, like the mask on and all that. I think that's when they kind of, uh, him and Kobe kind of had their uh, recon- reconciliation. So I have they a, kinda, I mean, they kinda I have a question. There. Yeah. I have a question. But Shaq did this. win it in 2004 as well before that. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, where, at what point do you look at the Wiggins thing? I mean, is it like at what point do you stop giving the fans the the power? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. We talked about that earlier. At, at some point, the NBA got to step in and say, "Look, enough is enough. Come on now." Like, I don't see how Devin Booker is not an NBA. All he is the he is a complete definition of what an NBA All Star starter should be. Their team is 40 and nine overall number one seed and bg you you said it earlier and i was totally blown away by this no neither of the number one overall seeds right now have an nba all-star starter well unless you count chicago but miami was number one at the time we spoke so right right if things ended right now i mean miami they don't have a starter but i mean the biggest travesty is obviously the phoenix suns and devin booker devin booker i don't have to pull up his stats right now he's averaging close to 30 like him and CP3 are the okay. I'm gonna say this. This is this is really an argument for it. If you had to choose a top five, top five players in the NBA right now, MVP odds, Devin Booker's in that top five. So how can he be top five MVP candidate right now? But does is not top five in his own conference. You talk about starters. And to me, him and Booker played, I'm sorry, Booker and Wiggins play the exact same position. So don't give it to the guy. Don't give it to the guy that is, yeah, he's deserving Wiggins of possibly an all-star slot, but he's not deserving of being a starter over Devin Booker. When to me, it's just a technicality that ended up putting Wiggins over Booker for the starter. They're the same player. They're the same size. They, they, They basically, they play the same positions on the floor and Booker is two times the player that Wiggins is. But because you say that Wiggins is a quote-unquote frontcourt player, what's the difference in their game? What, what makes Wiggins a frontcourt player over Booker? Like, you can tell how heated I am. Like, this is crazy to me. Like, so that's, I'm telling you, man, Booker, players need things to, to motivate them and give them extra motivation. They already lost the, 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 the championship last year. We're talking about the Suns. 
I'm telling you, man, they're going to come back with Avengers this year. Like, I'm not trying to step in front of Devin Booker and the Suns this year, especially after something like this. It, it may seem trivial. It may seem small to us fans. But I'm telling you, these players, they they take they take heed to that. Like, they don't like that stuff. Like, to me, that is very disrespectful. You say, yeah, put this guy Wiggins over me because of a technicality, because he plays front court, quote unquote. Bro, we play the same position. Like, what? It's crazy, man. I'm getting heated over here. Which, I mean... I don't know. You guys answer it, man. NBA, you got to answer for this. This don't make no sense. <laughs> no, it don't make sense at all. And uh, I agree. Wiggins, I think, and I, I mentioned this earlier, I think it has more to do with the team he's from and the base, like you said, the um, the fan boat. Mm. But it definitely has a big factor to do with him being like a Golden State player. You yeah. know, I, yeah. I feel like Clearly. They, been yeah. since their prominence you know when they were dominating uh year in and year out they've always gotten a, a little bit of more of a nudge than other teams anyway and like yeah i agree the fan vote is you know like the nba is riding off of that and it because the dollars really do drive these type of things but i mean at the end of the day the nba can look at it and be like hey Something, I hate, we don't care what the fans think about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, look, I don't want this to be a shot at Andrew Wiggins because I'm sure, I'm sure Keep if you would ask, I'm sure if you would ask Andrew Wiggins, should he be the starter over Booker? <laughs> I bet he would say, no, I should not. Booker, take my spot, please. Because he probably got to deal with a whole bunch of extra heat that he really didn't even ask for, man, which sucks for a player like him. But shout out to him because I I do remember him being the number one pick like most of you guys do. I remember LeBron in his uh, letter that I'm coming home. He didn't include Wiggins. And then the next day or two, Wiggins was up out of there. He was traded as a number one pick. So And now they're about to play together in the NBA All-Star game. So I, I do kind of want to see their interactions, you know, being named starters together. So I think that would be cool, man. Again, so, fans, yeah, BG, what you got for us, man? Here you go. I got uh, I got the stats for you. So you got Booker averaging 25 points, 5.5 rebounds, 4.4 assists. He's shooting 38% from three, 44% from the field, 86% from the free throw line. Then you got Wiggins, 18 points per game, 4.3 rebounds, 2.1 assists, 41.4% from three. So that's actually better than Booker. Yeah, I'm sure, Book yeah. I'm sure yeah. Booker's shooting more though. 48% um, from the field, which is a little better than Booker. 66% from the free throw line. Bro, those are his career stats. So it's like those are Wiggins' career. That his his stats this year that you just read off. That's what he's been doing since he's been in the league. He, he's been about an eighteen to twenty point score. He's not gonna give you a bunch of rebounds, even though he's a quote unquote front court player. You, can, I'm about to get mad again. Uh, even though he's a quote even the quote unquote front court player, but he only gives you about four rebounds a game. He don't assist the ball a lot, and clearly he's not asked to do that in Golden State. And his and his field goal percent now he's been shooting a three ball much better this year. So I got to give him credit there, but. You know, 66% from, from the free throw line and 48% from the field. Like, I mean, that's so, pretty much what he's done all his career. So you mentioned that he actually, he's actually one point less. He's 1.2 points less this year than it compared to his career. He's averaging 0.1 less rebounds. He's averaging 0.2 less assists. But his, his free throw percentage is, is worse. But his three point percentage is 10 or 7% better. And his field goal percentage is 4% better. You look at Booker, he's averaging two more points compared to his career. 
He's averaging almost two more assist or rebounds mm. compared to his career. Same mm. amount of assists, better three-point percentage, and and one percentage worse field goal percent shooting. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. where's where's the reasoning behind this? You got to, you know. It's the fan vote. It's exactly yeah, what it is. It's, it's the crazy. fan vote. We're not even going to twist it up. It's the fan vote, and the NBA needs to be able to step in and, and do something in a scenario like this. Because, they, they, I mean, again, it, I don't, it doesn't help the league. Um, it doesn't help the actual players. Like I think it kind of puts Wiggins in a bad Wiggins in a bad spot to be completely honest. And then of course for Booker it puts him in a bad spot. So I don't think it's good for anyone. Um, in the NBA, I mean, they're already a huge league, so it's not like they need more more publicity, right? I mean, they they don't necessarily need this. To me, Wiggins, yeah, he should have been an All Star because he has played much better. And he's just the fit has worked out. And storylines do matter in the NBA, whether we like it or not. And I like it. That means a reason why a lot of people love the NBA because there are a lot of storylines outside of what happens between the, the the white lines. But Wiggins should not be an All Star starter. But I got, I mean, shout out to him. I'm I'm, I'm glad it's happening for him. But if it's my league. Yeah, I got to step in and say we got to do something about this. I there's no way the number one team, their number one player, is not an All Star starter over a guy that is basically having has his same career stats that he's had his entire career where he's never been an All Star. So and here's here's another interesting fact. I found this little uh, this little image here that kind of had how the rankings went, the voting results. So they had. Uh, they have player rank, they have fan rank, they have media rank, and they have their weighted score. And the lower score you want, the better. So Wiggins in the front court was actually ranked by the media as the sixth best front court player. He got the third highest fan fan rank, and his player rank was fifth. Um, so he had a weighted score of 4.25. And if you look at Devin Booker's, his weighted score ended up being 4.25 as well. But he is he's in the guards, and for some reason... <laughs> They're doing three front court guys and only two guards. You know, I I don't get it's it. It's hilarious. But. Yeah. All right. Let's let's do this. Wanna let's go wait real quick. Yeah, I get it, Zay. We are we point. already we've uh, already hit the point. So let's let's just keep it going. Why not? It don't even matter. Like fans, thank you for listening again. <laughs> go, go for it. It was actually something funny that came up in my head. I wanted to say it before I lost it. But the uh, if it was your league, you know, that might be a topic we do in the later shows. Like, mm. what rules we would make for our own NBA association. I got a four-point four play automatically. Oh, yeah. That definitely got to be <laughs> I got a, I got be interesting, cool to do. I got yeah. an interesting little thing for an all-star weekend. Mm-hmm. Let's do uh, three versus three. You got to represent your college. You got to represent your college. Trying to sneak a way to get the Duke Blue Devils in there, huh? Hey, Duke versus Kentucky, (laughs) man. Come on. Kentucky's got some dogs, man. Yep. Um, Talk about Kansas. Talk about Wiggins, Kansas. Kansas. Uh, Your Booker went to Kentucky. So I know Kansas because they have Embiid, Wiggins. Um, Who else? I mean, there's a lot of, even some of those small schools, like, couple small schools that you look up it's like wow they do have a couple players that'd be kind of cool let's let's think of some ideas man let's think of some ideas definitely come back with some but uh i mean that's a that's a beautiful thing about podcasting about doing these shows like we can print it the floor is open we can do whatever we would like so zay i'm not used to not seeing your picture up here man it's kind of weird but do what you got to do man i'm not seeing any of you guys now i feel like the nba and the in the uh <laughs> are you eating right now is that a waffle 
<laughs> Zay is eating chicken and waffles right now. Are you doing it with hot sauce or or, or, or some uh some syrup? Don't worry about it, man. You got a mouthful of food. Don't worry about it. And then BG is actually. <laughs> oh, okay. That sounds good. Say, too bad you can't send send some through Zoom. That'd be kind of cool, man. And then BG is actually, uh, I think he's driving right now. Or are you parked? No, I'm back. I'm back home, but I'm still so on I'm the glad phone. So I just, I just kept it. Sound. You got the heat on? Heat on in the oh. car? Oh no, I'm I'm in the house now. I'm oh, chilling in the, in the bedroom. Okay. Oh, I thought you were committed to the show, man. I, th- I thought like you were outside, like freezing, but you still said, I'm, I'm going to get it done, man. I'm I'm doing this for the fans. Now you in the nah. house of the comfort of your own home. I get it. Okay. Hey, I, listen, I'm telling you, I am committed, man. I'm sitting here. I haven't eaten since about noon, 11 a.m. So. <laughs> Zay's like, hey, I don't, <laughs> too bad for you. <laughs> you better go eat something, man. <laughs> Press mute. I'm the one doing 75% of the talking. Press mute. Yeah, no, I had to uh I had to get something to my system real quick. <laughs> I've been I've been on a water diet for the last hour, man. I'm hungry too. Yeah. But no, BG, uh dude, we'll, we'll make it quick, man. We'll wrap things up. So No, uh, you're good, we, you're good. I know. We, we're having Let's a good talk time, about man. trades. Let's talk about Let's trades. Talk about man. trades, yes. Okay. Trades. Let's talk about trades. So again, quickly, this is very tough. Like fans, you if you listen to the NBA Coach T NBA show, you listen to the Coach T College Football show, you listen to the Coach T NFL show, you listen to the Coach T whatever the heck we want to do next, you gonna realize like I try to be very honest. Like this is very hard to do, and I mentioned it earlier the reasons why. Okay, um, but we're gonna try to give you guys some some players and some potential trades that have playoff and possibly championship implications. Um, if they were to happen. So, BG, we'll begin with you. The fans understand that, yeah, we're not experts and we're not GMs for a reason. Even though we barely feel like we could be GMs, but we're not GMs for a reason. Uh, not yet, at least. But uh, we want to give you guys at least, at least a little something kind of gets into our thinking and, you know, where we where we think the NBA season could go if these trades do potentially happen. So, BG, you're up first. All right, so... I was looking at some of the trade rumors and things like that. And these, this trade is has not been connected to each other, but um, I, I thought about two guys that they're, they're on a team in the East uh, and their team is in the bottom of the East right now. And they have been in, you know, some talks about possibly being on the trading block. And I thought about a team that could use those players that has some assets that, that they can trade. And I'm going to go with, my player of the East, uh, player of the week in the East, Demonis Sabonis, or Miles Turner, to the Chicago Bulls. Hmm. Not only inter, Bulls. not only inter, not only same conference, but same division. Okay. Same division, like and you got. I mean, the Bulls got assets like Patrick Williams, Kobe White, uh, mm-hmm. Ao, Kobe. hometown yep. boy. Um, but the, you know, I was looking at the trade rumors, and they were saying. That the Bulls could use somebody that can defend inside, that can defend maybe Giannis if they can make it, you know, that far in the East. And Miles Turner is a great rim protector. I know he's he's got a slight foot injury right now, but he should be back before the year's over. Um, so that kind of helps maybe drop his value a little bit. Maybe they can squeeze one out there. Um, but man, if they could land the bonus, woo, man, oh man. Yep, I love that. Zay, you got anything? Again, these are tough. Like I'm, I'm still racking my brain as to who I think what trades can potentially happen, and you know what are the better options. 
Because there are a lot of players, a lot of options. So I think, um, and to that exact point is why, like, I'm not sure what trade, like, if the trade actually went through. But I think one of the most valuable shops right now is Ben Simmons. If Mm -hmm. the Sixers trade him for the right pieces, they can instantly become front runners for an NBA championship. And it's not like Ben like yes, we we all get on Ben Simmons, yeah. He hasn't developed his jump shot and all that. But I mean, he's still a solid point guard. Mm-hmm. You know, he just it, this just isn't his situation in Philadelphia. So if they could trade him, which I'm sure if he got traded to um you know, I I seen the the Kings that's a little off, but you know, just if he got traded to per se like and this would definitely wouldn't happen but like a lakers or somewhere along the western conference i got i got an i got a school i got a about to say school and sorry guys you guys know i i hate cutting people off with the zoom sometimes it's hard to interject and so bg zay sorry for that but hey you brought up a good point somewhere around the west what about a ben simmons to Golden State. Does that yes. sound good? You got a James Wiseman, the former number two pick, right? Top three pick from last year. You got Jonathan Kuminga, another top pick from this year. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they even a Draymond. And then you, yeah, you, I don't you know. think, and you know, if the Sixers did make a trade like that, then you could take Steph Curry off the ball in some situations, mm-hmm. some late game situations, mm-hmm. and you got Clay, Curry, and then you know even Draymond with a cleanup three. But that that's a lot to guard in the NBA right there. Yeah. On a last play, you you got to get a stop. you got passers, rebounders, and defenders yeah. with Draymond <laughs> and, and Simmons, and then on and top then of that, put Andre Iguodala on the floor, right? Right, and then they got all them screens for them shooters, man. Them Splash Brothers. So, yeah, I don't know. Man, I don't I know the potential of it, but again, I mean, something like that would be. You talk about playoff implication? No, we talking about championship implications if, if that were to happen. BG. Yeah. yeah, I got a question for for Zay on that one. He mentioned, you know, you mentioned Ben Simmons. You mentioned, you know, he's he's still one of the top point guards in the league. If you're a GM, are you really are you really winning a championship with Ben Simmons as your point guard? Is that how you is that how you would play him? I see him as like a Draymond. That's why I thought about Golden State. But yeah, I'm gonna let you go. He's definitely not uh, not one of the better point guards in the league, but he is a valuable piece to be traded. And I think Mm -hmm. the Sixers, from a trading perspective, now if he ended up on the Warriors, then the Warriors definitely win that trade. But if you know, like from a Sixers perspective, they are like teetering right there between could be competitive, could be not. I think right now with the team they have, they're a second round exit. Uh, but you know, with the right trade in the right situation, they can. Uh, ben Simmons. I mean, he could be make a make or break a team. He's mm-hmm. not gonna make or break the Kings. But you know, no, he needs other pieces around him. But if you have yeah. good other pieces around him, he he can at his best. Ben Simmons, at his best. If you talk about playing defense, you talk about rebounding. Again, he was has he won a defensive player of the year? I think he won that last year. 
Maybe not. Maybe Draymond. Uh, he's been, but he he's been a top two guy for the last two to three years. So you know he can play defense. You know he can rebound. He can run the floor. Like he's in great shape. So the only thing he can't do is, is shoot the ball outside of the paint. But other than that, like if he's not if he's not your your dominant main ball handler, if he's kind of in the mode, and I keep bringing him up, but Draymond Green, to me, you you can make it work because now you can accentuate his 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 uh, pluses, which are again playing defense, rebounding the basketball, passing passing the ball. He's a great passer. If you ask him to you know be a secondary maybe a, a third ball handler and just only only look to push it in transition or you know get rebounds kick it to somebody up and then now he's catching it on the back end and finishing i think that can work out but him as your main quote-unquote point guard we see that experiment is that's over that's a is he is he willing to accept that role he better uh, to me this to, yeah to yeah you're gonna have to to me this this is i would hope Okay, and I hope he got the right people in his ear, but I would hope this is a learning opportunity for that young man. Again, he's he's still very young, extremely young. I don't I don't think he's 24 yet, 25 yet. I mean, he's extremely a extremely young man. I would hope that the right people are around him to say, hey, you know, through all the situation, you you gotta you gotta be able to learn from whether it's your mistakes, whether it's other people's mistakes. You gotta be able to learn from these from these scenarios. You still getting paid millions of dollars to play, to play a sport, to play professional basketball, okay? And they're still paying you, and teams still want you. You still should look at yourself and say, "Yes, teams want me. Teams are still paying me. I'm making a bunch of money. Yada yada. I'm, I'm living out my dream." But there's still things that I can work on personally, on the court, off the court, okay? And we're talking about on the court. There's things that he can work on. So, if that means that working on your jump shot. So be it. If if that's something that he never gets better at, though, the one thing he can work on is being understanding that that's not my strength. That means I can't be on the ball as much. That means I need to do other things. That means I'm not that quote unquote quintessential point guard. That means I need to be able to whatever team I'm playing with. I need to be able to morph my game because the way the way things happen, the reason why the Sixers want to get rid of me is because they don't see me as a true point guard in today's league. So you got to learn Here, from it. Here's another interesting one I'm just going to throw out there. Uh, and I mean, this is going to sound real wacky, but would you consider doing this if you're either one of these teams? Ben Simmons for Zion Williamson. Let me see. Ben Simmons. So the, so the so you got a guy who's been injured. Yep. I mean, yep. Keep he's, going. he's been injured, but he is, you know, He's a he's a box office guy in Zion, but is he gonna last? You know he's gonna last, right? So you know, and Ben you, Simmons on the other end, he's been the total opposite of that in terms of he's been ultra durable. Like I don't think he's missed many games in his career besides obviously this stretch, but other than this year, he's been very reliable and very durable. So. Yeah, because the way no. the way I see it, I mean, I mean, yeah, the Sixers are trying to win right now, but you could also be looking towards next year as well. Who knows? Jay? You know? Yeah, Jay? I think that's one of those things that's like, um, it could happen, but that that's an instant waste of money. You know, Zion he, Twitter would melt down. Basketball. Yeah, 
<laughs> he's a Twitter smart basketball player. <laughs> he he collecting his check right now. I think even he knows that like his best interest is to continue to collect his check yeah. and just chill. You know, uh, yep. if he gets traded, I I can see Zion going out west. But the Sixers, with all they have going right now, I like you said it. You I mean, you called it out as a wacky trade. I'd definitely be very wacky for them to trade for Zion, who is a complete liability at this point. Yeah. Well, okay. We since we on it, we talking about the elephant in the room. Okay. What about Simmons? For uh, you hear this a lot. And this is, you know, they say Daryl Morey, the GM for the for the 76ers, they say this is his 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 dream trade, getting this guy that he had in Houston, getting him from from Brooklyn. We're talking James Harden, Simmons for Harden. Is that feasible? Is that something that makes sense for either team? Who says no? Who says no in that trade? Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The Nets are not doing that. Man. Well, the, the, well. <laughs> I, yes, and I and I and I would agree with that. But before you guys fully answer, there's a chance that Harden doesn't resign. He has a player option this year, so he could potentially not resign after this season. That's true, but I don't yeah. know. Man. Uh, James Harden, he's definitely not coming back. We talked about that on earlier shows. Um, well, you we think all, so? We, I don't know if I agree yeah, with I, that. I, I, yeah, I believe so. Okay. I, I believe okay. it, it might have been BG that was saying he agreed as well. But mm-hmm. I think after this year, with all that he's went through, uh, well, somebody's leaving that group. Not all three of them will stay. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it's KD, I think KD is the least likely to leave. But either Jay Hart is the obvious choice out of those three if you had to choose. Yeah, exactly. So it's. um. He, he wants to win a championship, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to happen this year, and that's what's going to, you know, open that door for him. Uh, so I mean, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't think they have a chance? I'm just thinking hypothetically. Let's say, let's say, let's, no, no, not that, not that. Let's say this trade happens, and again, I'm just running out scenarios. This is the fun part of it. What yeah. if Harden does go to the Sixers? Harden and Embiid, like. I mean, that's a pretty good one-two punch. You don't find it, it. What other one-two punch? I mean, that's up there with with the other one-two with the other duels of duos in the league right now. Yeah, and I, I think that that could really be considered like a like Kobe, Shaq caliber. Yeah, type of deal, you know? right? And then and then you got then you got. I don't know if he would have to be a part of the trade, but uh, then you have Tobias Harris. You know, who's not not a bad third piece. So I don't know, Russell about, West. Does he all get traded? Thing about that hey. trade. Yes, I, I was about to say that. What about Westbrook and Simmons in some kind of deal? Well, let's do this before you. Okay, Westbrook, BG or not BG Zay? Were you going to hit on that point again and talking about Harden and Embiid? Yeah, I think that trade, uh, if it were to consist of Harden and um, Harden and Simmons. I mm-hmm. think it would have to. They would have to give up. The Sixers would have to give up somebody. Yeah, they don't have to give up boatload. Yeah. So Tobias Harden, here. Sorry. He definitely has a lot of value. He's probably one of the most valuable players in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I definitely don't see 
the they they either giving up draft picks, taking a loss on a couple drafts for the next few years, or or, or they uh, adding the third team. That's the thing yeah. people got to realize. There's there's always potential of a, of an extra team, a third team. So yep. it's much harder. It gets way more complicated, but it, it's been pulled off before. Uh, BG, you hit on it. Westbrook, does he get traded from the LA Lakers? Here's the thing. Nobody wants his contract, man. 44 mil. That's what it is. Yeah. Nobody wants to take that off. He reminds me a lot of, and this player is not playing, but we talk about contracts. John Wall. When's the last time you heard of his name? He's about the, you know, he's about at that $45 million mark per year. That's a lot of freaking money. Jeez Louise. I couldn't imagine what. 45. A lot of money to be sitting around, too. But look, also, too, LA, California, that 45 turns into. 20 real quick like that's getting cut way more in half but when you in texas no state income taxes whoo whoo i don't know if i'm trying to leave texas man trade me to dallas maybe maybe to the spurs or trade me to the miami heat somewhere in florida i'll, I'll go to the magic if i'm john wall like i'll go to anywhere oh. they got no state income taxes but to me wall and westbrook clearly not the same player one is actually playing one hasn't played in forever but you talk about the actual the large balloon number that they have of a contract to me they're they're kind of in that same conversation when you talk about the actual sheer large millions that they're they're paid per year yeah you mentioned you said something about miami I, i'm blowing through money in miami. i can't be in miami there ain't Ooh. no way no way hey, speaking of miami look at us we so good at this player that and again it's funny i don't know what his trade value would be it would be very interesting to see if i was behind closed doors and you know a fly on the wall in some of these meetings what what teams actually thought about him been very injury prone and maybe it's a little bit of my indiana who's your bias but victor oladipo he's on the miami roster like he could get healthy and help that team or he could be traded get healthy and potentially helping someone else um, I'm, I'm just naming off some other players. We talked about John Wall, uh, James Harden. We talked about Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook. Again, that contract number is just too crazy, man. Um, hey, ben um, Simmons. Yeah. Jeremy Grant from Detroit. Yeah. Detroit Jamie Pistons. Grant. Yep. Who else? Jamie Who Grant right now. Who else you got, BG? Grant. De'Aaron Fox, right? Sacramento to me. Sacramento is going to be a buyer this uh, this trade deadline. I, I, Miles I would Turner. Be, Miles Turner, yes, you you hit on, did a great job of that. I probably should have just said, hey, you know, top guys who think will get traded, you know, probably a list of 10 to 15 guys, like, and just talk about what we ended up doing now, just talking about their trade value and where we think they can go. But I, as a team, I definitely think Sacramento is, is going to make a move. Like, I would be, I would be surprised if they don't. Um, who are some other guys here? Miles Turner, you talked about that. Gordon Hayward, potentially. Like, we talk, we talk about the Hornets and and uh, what they're doing, I mean, when you have just players on the wing, you you obviously have the you know point guard. You got you got uh, Lamelo, you got Terry Rozier, you got Miles Bridges, Gordon Hayward. I mean, at some point, it's like, do you need all those guys? And Hayward is one of those guys where he probably gets paid the most out of. No, not even probably, he gets paid the most out of all those guys. But you can get a lot of the same production, especially from a Miles Bridges, for much cheaper right now until you actually have to pay Miles Bridges, which is probably a year or two away. So do you want to trade a Gordon Hayward 
and then make a move. Another name that I really like, Karis Levert. Karis Levert, man. Karis Levert for the for the Pacers right now. I think he can be a guy that you put him in the right scenario, whether it's a starting position, whether it's a six-man role, like he is he's been proven that he can score in the nba when he has the ball and when he's given opportunities so he's a guy that i'm really looking at he plays for the Pacers right now but you know another potential we talk about uh miles turner like here's lavert if we're talking about you know sabonis as well i i think the pacers sacramento kings uh Sixers, of course if they can get rid of ben simmons i think they're about three or four teams and the Pacers are one of them where I think they are on the phones heavy. Their, their phone lines are blowing up because they're trying to make a lot of moves, trying to trying to trying to get rid of some contracts, trying to move some players and see how they can make some things shake. Well, one thing we didn't mention uh, when we talk about trade deadlines, like you keep bringing up the Kings, like they're bottom three in the in the West right now. At what point are you trying to tank for a draft pick? You know. They've done that so many years. Like we talked about it on the last show. They've gone like they've had the longest playoff drought in NBA history. They're at like 21 years. But they're sitting at 18 and 34 right now. Yeah, they're they bad. Really make, are they making a playoff push in the West? No, I mean, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're they the Sacramento's one of, they're, they're not making a playoff push right now. Um they're in NBA purgatory. They're not making a playoff push. They do not attract um, they do not do not attract free agents. Just history shows free agents do not sign there uh, without being traded there. They do not sign on their own volition, and they don't have seemingly an impact player to the point where they have a player that can lead them at least to the playoffs year in and year out. Like I love De'Aaron Fox. Like I love uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Guy they picked last year, I thought I wanted my Detroit Pistons to, to select. Um, we got Killian Hayes. Shout out Killian Hayes, I guess. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, now who's a big guy from Duke? Speaking of Duke, who's a big guy from Duke? Uh, with Marvin Bagley. Mar- Marvin, Marvin Bagley. Bagley. I think that if they can get rid of him tomorrow, I think I think they would. Uh, but they they just don't they don't have much. I mean, they're, they're I got a team it. that you even forget they're in the NBA, man. To be honest, I got it for you. Yeah, shoot it. Whoever their owner is, I can't move, say his name. I can't pronounce. Move him. Oh, I don't know who it is, but here's my move for you: mm-hmm. move this, move the Sacramento Kings to Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it. Why not? The NFL did it. The NHL did it. MLB may be around the corner. You may as well move them there. You want some? I, I actually don't like. I actually don't mind that move, bro. I really don't. That's really a big don't. market, big market place yeah. right there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The Raiders, I mean, the Raiders are doing well. Yep, they just signed uh, Josh McDaniels, man. He's going to be their new head coach. Look, I, to me, that's fun. The NBA trade deadline is February 10th. So we still have, what, 10 more days to see what shakes, to see what happens. Uh, a lot of big names that could be moved. Uh, a lot of teams that are going to be looking, they're going to be, again, hot on the phone lines, trying to, trying to find a player that they feel gives them a leg up, leg up against the competition that really puts them in the position of either making the playoffs or making a title run so we as as most nba fans are really excited about this time and uh we'll, we'll see what happens
We'll see what happens. All right, last segment. Um, and this is, I haven't done this in a while, man. Last segment, we're going to go over the top games of NBA Week 16. That is the week we are currently in. That is January 31st, which is today, Monday through February 6th. I haven't done this in a while. Again, the fans of the of the college football show or NFL show, you're probably used to this. But this last segment is presented by the TST Speed and Agility, the Spring Sessions. We are currently having, well, not currently. Yes, we're currently having our winter sessions right now. But starting in about a week, we'll have our spring session. So we'll restart everything, uh, be ramped up. Everything else will be much improved. It was a great winter session. Now we're heading right into the spring session, uh, rolling right into it. So uh, registrations are open for that. Please be aware of that. If you have any questions, please reach out, contact me. You know where to find me, man. Shoot my email, uh, hit my phone line, whatever you got to do. Uh, hit, hit me on social media. You know, I'm all over that. So got any questions? Uh, that is for elementary and middle school athletes of all sports. I just want to work on speed and agility and, and have a great great time, fun time doing it in a safe environment. So make sure you register for that. So uh, let's do it, man. Top games of this week, NBA Week 16. I got that pulled up right here, the first game that we will talk about. And this is a TNT game, if I'm not mistaken. You guys got me on that? I think this is a TNT yeah. game. TNT. Yeah, TNT game. Perfect, man. We did a lot of TV games this week. We have the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, and they are facing in Phoenix, the Suns, who are the number one team currently overall. Uh, some trends here. I haven't really done this for this show yet, man. This was this is cool to do. Brooklyn, in their last 17 games overall, they are 5-12 and 12 against the spread. Uh, that's not good. In their last five games overall, the Nets, they're also 1-4 straight up. So they only won one. They only won 20% in the last five games. Um, and then for the Suns, I mean, all the trends are obviously going to go for them. Uh, 10-0 straight up in the last 10 games. 6-3 against the spread in the last nine games. Uh, however, in their last seven games, five of them have gone under the total. So for whoever that makes sense for, <laughs> whoever's looking for these type of stats, there you go. There you have it. Uh, so, fellas, let's do this. Let's actually start with Zay. Let's start with you, man. Pick the winner for this matchup. The Nets versus Phoenix on Tuesday TNT matchup. Go. Oh, I'm going to have to go with the Suns. I mean, they're the hottest team in the NBA. I really don't see them slowing down anytime soon as long as they all stay healthy. So, uh, the Nets, <clears throat> they're playing solid, but not good enough to beat the Suns. So, I'm going to uh, protect the record right here and go with the Suns. <laughs> all right. I got to ask this before you go, BG. Zay. Seven and a half seemingly is the number. The number, dude. I'll, I'll say this. Let me, let me, let me, let me take that back. Do the Suns win by eight points or more? <laughs> uh, I mean, you. Mm, yes, yes, okay. they will. It's a yes. It's a yes. <laughs> BG, who you got in this matchup? Uh, you know. I mean, I'll talk about it a little bit, but I got the Suns. Durant's out. Harden's day to day. Um, the Suns are. This is at. The Suns are at home. So, so the Suns are mm -hmm. twenty-one and five at home. Brooklyn is seventeen and seven away. So Kyrie will be playing in this game. Um, but if you look at Phoenix's record, the record overall record is forty and nine. In the West, they're twenty-six and seven. Which means they've only lost two games against the East. Jeez. 
two games against the East this year. Um, so I'm going with uh, I'm going to go with the Suns. Uh, they've played once this year. Booker had a 30 piece on them uh, uh, on the Nets, and Chris Paul had 22 and five uh, with eight rebounds. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Suns in this one, pretty Do convincingly. I'll say double digits. Ooh, okay. You answered my question. All right. Um, look, my show, I'm going to do this. James Harden plays with Kyrie. The Nets win. James Harden doesn't play. And you only you got Kyrie solo dolo. I'm going with the Suns. Uh, yeah, I can do that, right? My show. Why not? I can do it. So, Harden, win, Harden plays. I got Nets. Harden and Kyrie plays. I got Nets. If one of those guys miss, I got the Suns. And if one of those guys miss, I got the Suns winning by eight points or more. Okay. Cool with that? Y'all cool with that? Hey, Good? it's your show, man. We're just, we're just, it's your show, we're just li- it's your, it's your, your world, show man. too, BG. Your show too, Zay. Don't you worry, my friends. All right. Next matchup. Here we go. We have, you guys got to help me here. I don't know why I don't have this pulled up already. Oh, no. Here we go. Nuggets versus Jazz. Nuggets versus Jazz, but this is an ESPN game. Okay. And uh, Nuggets, they are sixth. I'm sorry. They're fifth in the West, and the Jazz, they are fourth. So if, if the playoffs begin today or on Wednesday, I guess, then uh, these two teams will be playing in a uh, playoff matchup, playoff series. So you have the Nuggets visiting the Jazz. Uh, we don't really have much on the number here. Uh, trends, we don't have much. All right, don't worry about that. So in this matchup, again, an ESPN game, who do you have? BG, no, I'm sorry, Zay, you go first. Pick them. Oh, for the Nuggets versus the Jazz, I'm going yes. with the Nuggets. Nikola Jokic, as mentioned earlier, he's balling right now, um, and he's unstoppable, frankly. And <clears throat> they're another team that just wears you down over the course of the game. So I think mm-hmm. that that'll be too much for the Jazz in this one. I'm going with the Nuggets. Man, this might this might be a boring show tonight. Uh, <laughs> we got to we hey, we got to protect the picks though. We got to keep our. I did bad <laughs> last week, so I, I got to stop giving throwing guys bones. I threw LeBron, LeBron a bone last week and he embarrassed me. So can't be doing that anymore. But pick with your head, not your heart. <laughs> with the with the with the Nuggets and the Jazz here, so you got the Nuggets on a five game win streak, the Jazz on a five game losing streak. For the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, uh, he, he's in concu- concussion protocols right now, so it's we'll see if he, he plays. Gobert's actually facing a calf strain right now, so he's probable. Um, Ingles is There's out. Ingles, yeah. yeah, with a knee injury. Um, but like I said, Nuggets five game win streak, Jazz five game losing streak. They've played three times this year, and Jokic is averaging 25 points, 14 rebounds, 10 assists, shooting 64%. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the Nuggets. Plus, I'm hungry, so I could use some chicken nuggets right now. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right, so BG, you going with the Nuggets. Zay, you going with the Nuggets. Writing this down. Buggets. I put the, the wrong letter. All right. So that means I am going with the home team, the Jazz. Uh, I, Donovan Mitchell is—is is he going to play? That I do not know. Um, I don't know if he played in the in, in their last game. I don't know if he's played in the last couple of games. Um, but if Gobert is playing, you still have Bogdanovich. Uh, you still have Royce O'Neal. You still have Six Man of the Year candidate uh, Jordan Clarkson, right? Yep. You still have him, and then 
who's a lefty, the point guard? He used to play for Memphis. Connolly. Does he yep. still play for him, right? He does. He was an all-star he, last year. Yeah, is he not injured or hurt is what I mean? <laughs> I don't think so. Man, it's so hard with this stuff with the NBA, man. But I'm going with the home team. I'm going with Jazz, and I'm going against you too. Holla. All right, next we have, what game is this? This is Thursday. Okay, this is a TNT matchup. We got the Suns again. All right, number one team overall in, in the NBA. The Suns, they are now facing the red hot. Atlanta, we should call them. The, the Atlanta Hawks. This is a TNT matchup. Zay, who do you have, my friend? Uh-huh. So, you know, I mentioned I was just riding the Suns wave, but I think the Hawks are landing on the Sun in this one. Um, something just tells me that they're going to slip up next week. Mm. And this is going to be the game they do it in. Trey mm. Young's playing well. Uh, the Hawks, they're, they're playing, like you said, they're playing well. Uh, so I, I think they'll give if they don't beat the Suns. Now the Hawks are my pick. Don't get me wrong, mark me down for that. But if they don't beat the Suns, they're definitely covering in this game. Love it, and uh, you know, just like Miami, just like LA, just like New York, Atlanta's one of those one of those towns, one of those city man, where you know you ain't been there all year. You get one game there. Sometimes that uh <clears throat> that flu. That uh, that, that street flu, that 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 Atlanta flu is, is a little bit different the night before if you're partying too hard and you got a game the next night. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. BG, who you got? Yeah, I, I really wanted to go with the Hawks in this one, um, just because I, like Zay said, I thought the Suns are just too hot that you know maybe they'll have an off night. But Trey Young, Trey Young actually did not play tonight versus the Raptors, so the Hawks lost tonight, um, one hundred six to one hundred to the Raptors. So without Trey, that's a pretty good performance. But Trey, the reason why he's out is um, he was. He was uh, had a nagging hip injury, but then also he, he hurt his shoulder a little bit. So he's now he's got the hip and the shoulder. He's not a big guy, of course. So and he's not a big injuries, guy. So yeah. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with the Suns in this one. I mean, I just don't. It's hard to pick against the Suns, man. They're they're a dominant team, and if Trey's not a hundred percent, then uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Suns in this one. Yeah, I'm rocking with that. There's no way on God's green earth. That I am, uh, I'm going against the Suns twice this week, so I can't do it, man. Even though you guys know, you guys are starting to learn. I would love to take the home team. Not only that, I would love to take the underdog, which we know the Hawks are going to be here. But I can't take this underdog, man. I, I, I gotta go with the, gotta go with the, the boys in the desert. Uh, not only Phoenix, but also the boys in Vegas, who I'm sure are saying that the Suns are going to win this. So I'm taking the Suns here in this matchup. And again, this is a TV TV game. Suns don't get a lot of them. And to me, from my just my uh, personal opinion, or I guess just my uh, perception of the Suns, I feel like when they play on TV, they love to show out. They one of those teams that they don't get enough TV games. They already feel disrespected. We talk about the Devin Booker thing. CP3, you know he's been disrespected mainly all his career. He's been one of the greatest. So I think that when they get this TV game, they're in Atlanta. This is a TNT matchup. You know you got Chuck, you got uh, you got Shaq, Draymond just signed a con- contract with him. You got Ernie, like you know they're gonna be talking noise. So I think the Suns come correct in this matchup. So give me the Suns against the Hawks on Thursday, and then our last matchup, ESPN game, we have the. 
Sixers, who are number three in the East currently against the number six team in the West, which is the Dallas Mavericks. This is Friday nights on ESPN. Zay, shoot them, man. Who you got? Embiid has been balling, but mm-hmm. uh, Luka is going to do his thing as well. So I'm going with the Mavs. I'm going with the Western Conference in this one. Uh, you love the West, love. man. Clap it up for Zay. Clap it up for Zay, man. He loves the West, man. We got to get you all the West. (laughs) I'm not going duck. So (laughs) I'm going with the West. I think the Mavs, they're they're playing well. And uh, they're, you know, ending out the week probably on a a primetime game. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they're going to get the buckets in this one. I love it. Love it. I would imagine the Mavs are going to be small favorites in this matchup at home. Sixers aren't great at on the road. So, no. All right. So, yeah. So, I was looking at the Sixers and the Mavs here. You know, Embiid rested tonight. Uh, Mm -hmm. He he got himself a little rest. So, he's going to be good to go for Friday. Porzingis is day to day. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the Mavs would rather have him than not have him. And you know, I've been going. I've been going with Luca a lot. I've been showing Luca some love, and he's been You've letting been me down. Luka, man. Luka, he's been Luka, letting Luka. me down. I've been showing him some individual love, but I've been going against the Sixers, and I've been failing at that too. I'm looking at Phoenix, or looking at uh, the 76ers, and they are actually 14 and seven versus the East. So 14 and seven versus or versus the West, sorry, 14 and mm-hmm, seven. Mm-hmm. And the Dallas Mavericks are actually seven and ten versus the East. So I'm gonna yeah. go with the road team here. I just I just don't know if there's not many teams that have an answer for Embiid, um, but the Mavs definitely aren't one of them. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Sixers. You don't you don't think Dwight Powell could uh slow down Joel Embiid? I don't even know who that is, man. Maxi Maxi Kleber? 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 Man, unless you're, unless you're, <laughs> unless your name is some perimeter all star, then I don't know. The answer is right. no. So you go Sixers, okay? All right, bet, bet. I gotta, bet. I gotta catch up and beat Zay and pass him in the record. He's he put a whooping on me last week. So do we, gotta, do do we have the official? Um, I, I don't standings? think we have the official record. Maybe we should start this week because no, we we, yeah. we will start this week. It's the third week. We, now we got a little collection of the game. I would imagine that Coach T's in the top spot. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure in college football I beat shout out to Mook my co-host college football what up got much love for you man um I'm pretty sure I beat Mook this year especially the bowl season the bowl season was was rough for Mook rough so I definitely uh got a leg up there NFL I was hot to start the year and I I had a little rough pass during the middle but also went 2 and 0 last week so I don't know playoffs kind of have been up and down but uh, I would imagine I'm definitely top two. This has got three co-hosts. So I'm definitely top two in the NFL. And then I'm off to a hot start here. I'm like the Phoenix Suns when it comes to this show. Like, I, I'm Man, just leaving y'all in the dust. That's because <laughs> that's because you ride the fence too much. And then you do your own editing. You go back and change <laughs> no. it. Come on. We know the secrets. <laughs> hey, run the tape, man. That is funny, though. I'm really laughing at that. <laughs> I don't do that, by the way, fans. But that is funny to think about if I did do that. I mean, maybe that is a good little... Maybe I should do that. That is pretty smart, BG. Um, 
Look, you guys know I, I like to pick underdogs. I've hit on that multiple times. It's not really an underdog here. I think the Mavs, again, will be short favorites here at Sixers. I think MB will be playing. Um, he needed some some much. He had some much needed rest tonight. I mean, the kid's been a walking. I say kid. He's a grown man. Grown man has been a walking 30-point double-double machine literally for the last month. And uh, I think every week, one of us have had him as our player of the week. So, I mean, it's just amazing what he can do. So if he's playing here, yeah, I agree with you, BG. I don't think anyone, clearly no one, can actually slow down Embiid for the Mavs. Uh, even if Porzingis is out there, I mean, a unicorn, he's going he to turn him into a little donkey if he's playing against him. That's all I got to say there. But Embiid gets his if he plays. Uh, Luca, he gets his irregardless of anything else. It's a role players for me. Uh, a name we didn't talk about in trade rumors, which I think has a lot of value. If you're an NBA fan, you know about him, Jalen Brunson. Another guy who, look at me, I'll be going on tangents. I don't know why, man, it's getting late. But another guy where his father was a, a decent player in the NBA. So uh, Jalen Brunson, the, 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 the son now, he, he's playing well. Uh, the little lefty, little guard, not super explosive, but it's quick. What did he play, Villanova? Jalen Brunson? Oh, yeah. Villanova. Yeah. Uh, so he's playing well. Tim Hardaway Jr., he's, he's playing well. Uh, uh, Finney Smith, he's doing a good job there. I, and I'm not joking about Maxi Kleber. He, he can shoot the ball for the Mavs. Uh, so them at home is tough. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm with, uh, yeah, BG, you took Sixers. I'm with Sixers too, man. I like them on the road. Um, and irregardless if they have him beat or not, I won't change the pick. Okay, guys. Uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Sixers here on the road against the Mavs on Friday night ESPN. So be be sure to tune in there. Okay, fellas, it's getting late. BG, you gotta eat, my man. Um, and ladies out there again, you want a nice little meal? BG can whip it up for you. He even said it. He about to go whip himself up a little nice little meal. So I like it. Let us know tomorrow what you ended up making. Okay. Is that cool? Man, man, I am not cooking a fancy meal right now at 11 o'clock. <laughs> Making a uh, McDonald's run? Ooh, we can door you can DoorDash McDonald's now. Nah, Go I right. might make a I might make a Taco Bell run though. No, nah, don't do it. Not to Bellas. Don't go to the bell. <laughs> <laughs> you have a long that's night. My, that's my spot, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, well, I'll let you do that, man. Um, BG Zay, before we wrap up, do you guys have anything you want to say to the good people out there? Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you guys. We appreciate you all. You know, we love you all. Yes, yes. Definitely. You know, the, these late nights, that it's fun. This stuff is fun, and it's even fun interacting with you all after listening to our episodes. So we appreciate it all. Yeah, man, definitely. It's just, uh, it's a blast. Uh, it's uh, we look forward to it every week. I know I do. I love talking about it with you guys every day in practice. Um, listeners, we thank you. Keep listening. Keep sharing it. Um, I know I got some, you know, some of my friends, some of my old coaches that love listening. Uh, so we appreciate all the support. All right. So shout out to the old friends, old coaches, old boo things, you know, old, old homies, all that, man. I love it. And uh, BG Zay, I'm going to say this. We're going back to Sundays. I'm making an executive decision. We are going back to Sundays. So yeah. volleyball doesn't get in. And by the way, fans. Your boy BG, he's in a, a, a grown people, grown folks, a volleyball league. I've never even heard of that. 
Yeah, man. Co-ed volleyball. Monday nights, Athlete. Tuesday nights. Golf league tonight. So, staying Oh, yeah, busy, golf man. league. Golf, right? Golf. I play, okay. golf. I play golf and volleyball tonight. So. Jeez, athlete. 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 That's a real athlete. All right, let's do this, man. So, we're back to Sundays. I'm making an executive order there, man. We Sundays is our vibe. We're going to do the Sunday vibe, man. Yeah, we're going to do that. Um, and then, look, man. Enjoy the week. Enjoy these games. We talked about the, you know, the top matchups, the TV games this week. Um, fans just continue enjoying, obviously, the NBA slate and, and the season that's upon us. Remember that we will have the mega show for the for the All Star break, uh, which we'll talk about the All Star game, All Star weekend. We'll also talk about the impressions from the first half of the year, and then we'll also project to how we think the year will finish out. So that'll be coming up in a couple of weeks. Next week, we're obviously back um, doing our thing next week. And uh, please, as you know, I got to stop saying, uh, but fans, continue to show love, continue to show support, keep rocking with us. And uh, as always, we'll keep bringing you that fun.